You're listening to Think 100%, the coolest show on climate change. Hosted by Rev Yearwood, Mustafa Santiago Ali, and me, Antonique Smith. Each week, we host important conversations with innovators, policymakers, cultural influencers, and movement leaders who are leading the way to a 100% clean energy and just world. As you heard us before, these issues regarding climate change and with young people, you know, this is what we're fighting. And one of the folks who is very dear to me and very dear to the Hip Hop Caucus for a lot of reasons we're going to get into, but is also somebody who cares about not only this generation, but the next generation. And because he understands how to use his platform as an artist, as a producer, as there's so many different things, as as running his own nonprofit, uh, Love Life Foundation. And we're going to get into all of that. But in the studio, I have with me the incredible Raheem Devon. Raheem, how are you doing, hey, my brother? what's going on, Red? Man, it is so good to see you. Now, I, I, I just want to say we, we have some some music. We're going to play that uh-huh. in a second. We're going to get right into it. But I think I just want to just get right into it a little right, bit. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, well, first, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Just running. A lot going on. You know, just great, great, great time. A lot going on, like musically, you know, uh, from an activist standpoint, you know, Foundation-wise, just gearing up, new album coming out, and all that good stuff. So just, you know, moving moving, moving at the speed of light, man, you know? And for folks who don't know, Raheem is a mega-talented, Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter, uh, a consistent advocate for our communities. He founded the Love Life Foundation back in 2014, a non dedicated to improving lives through social development, education, health, and wellness through community development and engagement. And so, and he's also, I, I wanted to start with this from the very beginning. When the first, when Hip Hop Caucus was created, many of you, some of you know when it was created, it was a forge of a number of hip hop organizations. You had the Hip Hop Summer Action Network, you had uh, Citizen Change, you had uh, Voice Your Choice, there was Jay-Z, there was Diddy, all these groups, and then you had a number of other hip-hop groups that were coming together. And in that process, when we came together to create the first hip-hop caucus, um, we wanted to have the first hip-hop caucus, um, hence our name, mm-hmm. Hip-Hop Caucus, uh, at the Congressional Black Caucus. Um, now, this was about 13 and a half years ago. And so, you know, back then, they didn't really want anything named hip-hop, actually, at the Congressional Black Caucus. And so they had no room for us. There was no room in the inn, as they would say. And so we had to have our first event, actually, up, which actually was a blessing, up at Howard University. Um, And then in that, our first artist, who we had with us, we actually, first we thought we were going to have like 100 people show up. We had a, it was 900 people came to the event. And so actually, if we, if we, if we even had it at the Congressional Black Caucus, it wouldn't have had enough room to even have it. But we had Raheem was the first. Every time I see Raheem, I mean, this is, we're going to go into all from the tours we've been on, from voting, from acting on climate. But every single time I see Raheem, it just takes me back almost to the beginning. It just reminds me of why the Hip Hop Caucus was created and why it was started and why it's here. But more importantly, Raheem is an artist and an activist. 
because he's what we would call the epitome of an artivist. So, with that being said, Raheem, I man, still that man, I got a artivist. <laughs> that, that is, man, like that, that is that is you, my brother. I like that. I so take my, that all day, my brother. What's going on? Oh man, so much, you know, so much going on in the world. You know, we just recently dropped a project. Myself and Wes Felton, when I say we, collectively, we call ourselves The Crossroads. The album is called Footprints on the Moon. And we're talking about everything from climate control to the social climate of, you know, what the daily struggle is for us to be, you know, American citizens these days being misrepresented by, you know, President Donald Trump and the Trump administration and, you know, police brutality and all of these things. But, you know, with with hip-hop being what it means to to the world, you know, globally, yep. it is, a, you know, again, it's an honor to be here, you know, be to know that I was, you know, instrumental in, uh, you know, helping when you guys first build this off to the ground up, you know what I mean? Up to now is always, you know, it always comes, what they say, when you're paying it forward, it always comes full circle. That's right. That is right. Yeah. So it's really just, that's, and so that's what it is, you know, just really just paying it forward. You know, showing that direct connection for me has always been about showing that direct connection between music and artistry and uh, and I guess you could say philanthropy, mm. you know, kind of combining those. You know, now that's starting to starting the Love Life Foundation now, um, you know, back in 20 in 2014 was was was, you know, you were an inspiration for that different organizations that had called on me in the past. And I just feel like I could be that much more of a light bearer having my own. Organ, you know, foundation to um to just kind of like piggyback and assist in, in the areas that we need assisting. You know, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Rahim, good. It's great having you on the show. Thank and you, uh, you know, here at Think One Hundred Percent, you know, we are focused on helping to move our communities from surviving to thriving. Mm-hmm. I know you out there on the street in the streets, mm-hmm. um, actually connecting with folks. You know, not just talking about what needs to happen, but actually, you know, mm-hmm. rolling your sleeves up. Mm-hmm. And you recently came back from South Africa as well. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what are some of the needs that exist in our communities, you know, whether it's internationally or here at home? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, maybe some of the gaps that exist in the movement currently. Yeah, I mean, from traveling, I think the consensus is, and I, and don't get me twisted when I say this, I'm not saying that racism does not exist, mm. but, it, but the type of um, racism that I think we're really encountering, um, not only here in the States, but abroad, it's, it's systematic. You know what I mean? It's financial. It's a social class of racism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a social class of racism. It's a so- social class of lack of concern and disconnect. And that's why, you know, we, we, we hear, you know, when we hear some of the comments in the past that's been made in the press by people that we don't understand, like public figures and what we, because they disconnected. Mm-hmm. They disconnected from a sense of reality and from the streets. You know what I mean? I, and some of it may be entertainment, but you got to choose your choice of entertainment because once you say something out your mouth, you got to be held accountable for it. Mm. Or once you say, that's whether, that's whether it's on record or off record. Especially in the hip hop community, you're going to be held accountable for everything you say. If you say, I'm bang, bang, shoot them, kill them up, and that's what I do, you know, I don't take any L's. Eventually, somebody's going to test you to try to make sure that you take the L. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, if you, if you, whatever the message is, you gotta, you gotta stand on that and own, and, and own that and, and walk in those shoes. But, but I, what I've seen, you know, from Southeast DC, you know, east of the river to Soweto, uh, mm-hmm. Johannesburg is the same thing. You know, people, people in need, you know, you have those individuals who don't want help 
They don't want to change. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't want to stand for nothing. But you got a lot of youth that do want to stand for mm-hmm. something and want to stand up for something and want to be part of something and they just don't know how to get involved. And I think that um, over the next ten years, the vital uh, component, one of the major vital components, is that's going to bridge the gap and continuously has been has been there to bridge the gap for us. Is 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 you know social media and the free will of you know being able to use a smartphone. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, if you just tuned in, you are listening to Think 100%. We are here in the studio with my dear brother, the amazing, talented, Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and this consistent advocate for our communities, yeah. Raheem Devon. Raheem. Yes. So, man, I just wanted to, we just want to get this. So I, I want to I want to ask the artist question. Okay. But I want to say this, that we were on tour. People don't know. We were on tour together. We did the act on on climate tour. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Amanda, Amanda Seals, D1, and so many other people. We yeah. were, we were. So many people. And you know what's crazy? Everybody is like blowing mm-hmm. up, man. It's crazy to see like. That's right. It's pretty crazy. You know, you know not, not, to, not, not to be unexpected because um, it was my first time meeting D. Like, yep. well, not my first time meeting D with the tour, but it was my first time um Kicking it with him like yep. on a day to day, you know what I mean? Um, Amanda, I know her for years. Uh, it's Rev, you know, it's, uh, it's other people that were on there. So it's, it's on the tour. Um, but I was I was telling somebody the other day, I said, when you're on tour, like whether it's a music tour, mm-hmm. um, nonprofit community, you know, act, activated, you know, humanitarian <laughs> tour or a play, you either you either you either make friends for life to become family or you or you never want to see those people again. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I can proudly say that it's been a pleasure. It was it was a yeah. great you know, I, I learned a lot. I learned so much yeah. stuff that I did not know, you know, privy to. Yeah. That's some real talk for you right there. Yeah. No, that is. That I learned is. a lot, man, yeah. like on that on that tour, um, the climate control tour, um, and just the direct connections between um cancer, asthma, um, mm. different ailments and whatnot. Mm. Um, you know, when you have uh the coal mining plant and just uh, or, or uh and, and strategically this again systematic racism and who the, and, and what communities you know, and people that they put strategically in those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that whole environmental racism, environmental oh, justice. Oh, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, it's. it's well, I you see know, you didn't forget that. It's treacherous. Yeah. I see that. I see that still there. Oh, no, nah, because I can spot. Now I can identify it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I can, I, can, I, can, I can spot that anywhere on the planet now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, like being on that tour. So it's just about the exposure to it. Oh, definitely. And I can see, and I can also see outside of this country. That that they are taking it more seriously than they are taking it here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. in certain places. Speak on that. What do you mean when you say that? When I say that, I'm just saying like just in terms of how conscientious they are about something as simple as like electricity, mm-hmm. right? Where like uh, you know there's this this highway you know coming into Joburg in the, in the South Africa where if you look to the to the I just remember looking to the left and this was the first time I went out there and I like literally every home like that I saw. A lot of solar power, you know, and it looked like low income housing, I want to say, but it was like solar power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just, just 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 in terms of the technology, um, just notice a lot, you know, and I think definitely, especially in terms of um, Africa and the resources, it's like, you know, the stereotypes that a lot of, you know, people who haven't ever been over there, they just don't. They they don't get it. Like they think they're like people over there swinging from vines like Tarzan or something, and it's not. 
Like, nah, yeah. that's not what's happening. Like, they're on the cutting edge. Of, I mean, they're on, they, they on it, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, technology and just being on type of thing. But it's still but it's still challenges because, right, yeah. because you can, you know, just like here or like a, um, like a scene out of New Mexico where you can ride through Mexico, you can ride into Mexico. And I don't know if you ever took it, took taking that trip, but coming through the border, it's the craziest thing where you can see someone like who has single family home, mm-hmm. and then right next to it, you can literally see into somebody's home. Like it's half of the home. Mm-hmm. You can clearly see somebody's living there. Wow. Mm-hmm. But they, it never finished being built or yeah. whatever. Maybe they squatting there, what have you. You know what I mean? As you coming in. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's 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 pretty, you know. Yeah. We take we take we take we take a we, we have a lot of challenges here and things that need to happen, but we do take for granted America and the privileges and things that are accessible to us as American citizens until you leave this country mm-hmm. and you realize, you know, if you were like me, the guy that that, that was the class clown and wanted to always <laughs> give the span look, wanted to give the Spanish teacher a hard time and now, you know, yeah. I can't speak a lick of Spanish. <laughs> right. And you know you right. know what I mean? Because right. you know, the average um foreign uh citizen, you know, whether someone lives in France or mm-hmm. um Joburg or Paris, you know, the average child over there, young adult, you know, or adult, they speak like mm-hmm. anywhere from three to five to six to seven different languages. Right. Just let me ask this question real quick and then we'll, we'll get back on, on track. But mm-hmm. how important is it? Because you talked about when, when you were on the Act on Climate Tour, mm-hmm. how that helped you to kind of make the connections of some of the things maybe you saw before and then understanding how the environmental and pollution played into that. Do you think it's important that we get our elected officials business leaders, other folks from the community to actually be able to go and see some of these places that sometimes people make policy about but ain't never been to. Mm. Oh, definitely. I mean, we already in it too, though. We in it. So it's kind of like we going, you know, I don't know who, who, who whom serves who mm-hmm. or, or who do you refer to your higher power as, but we getting rocked. We getting rocked right now yeah. and we ain't even seen the worst of it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Alaska is melting at an alarming rate, and we're seeing the, detriment, the yep. instrumental effects of that. Like, that's that's just a fact. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, 10 years ago, we wouldn't be able to say, like, you know, at the end of uh, July, that we would literally have rain for, like, mm. which is going to cause flooding, you know what I mean, here mm-hmm. and in other areas for the next, they said it might rain for, like, two, three weeks straight. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just here, like alone. Yeah. So that water, water, water is one of the most, you know, water like fire and other elements. You know, water is one of the most powerful things. You know, if we if we if we go the studio now mm-hmm. and go in the bathroom and I have my ten year old stuff to sink up and we run and we run the water mm-hmm. and leave out of here and everybody leaves out of here and doesn't cut it off. When we come back in here tomorrow, the water will be outside. Yeah, and the water will continue to go wherever. It chooses to go, mm-hmm. you know, d- down the street, into the sewer, up the block, mm-hmm. whatever, down the block, mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. so, um, you know, we have to take these are things that like should have been taken seriously, probably, you know, 20 years ago and 30 years ago. And now we see an effects of it now. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get a grip on it, imagine where we're going to be, you know, 
when my son turns, you know, my age. That's the that's that's the fight. I mean, that that's just real talk. We have lost three trillion uh, tons of ice in the last twenty five years from from the Arctic yeah. ice shelf. Three trillion tons of ice. Right. Most people can't even imagine how much that is and, and how that's going to impact some of the things that you're talking about, putting more moisture into the atmosphere and, you know, more floods. and, and The rising sea levels. The sea level automatically rises. Like, that water has to go somewhere. That's right. That's right. Well, Raheem, we wanted to ask you also. So, you know, you have uh, an incredible rep as not only in the musical sector, but mm-hmm. also as an activist. I'm um, starting to find that out. I didn't realize that. Yeah, no. Really? Really? Hold on, you didn't know that? <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, I never, you never know what somebody's impression of you is, you know? And, I, and, 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 and I'm one of those people that I just like to, um, sometimes I'm just working so much that I don't get a chance to look up and realize yeah. the work I've done. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I'm learning how to do that now, you know? But you and you look up and you're like, man, where's the time gone? Like, man, I just started the foundation in mm-hmm. 2014. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so sometimes you got to. Uh, I'm learning now how to kind of celebrate the wins, like humbly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But every win is a win. You know what I mean? That's true. And, That's so, true. So, and, so, and sometimes we focus so much on the L's or the things that we want that we don't that we feel that we may personally think that we want or we personally think that we deserve mm-hmm. that we don't celebrate. And recognize or take the time to appreciate and just be thankful for the times that you are appreciated and celebrated. You know? Well, I see you rocking that Golden State jersey, so they know something about wins. Well, listen, I'll be honest. I didn't. They didn't give me the memo that, that we were going to be on camera. <laughs> okay. And right. I did, I probably yeah. would have been wizarded out. That's, that's okay. It just matched the kicks. I am a Golden State fan, but yeah. but yeah. if we talking like I'm, I'm, I'm team, I'm home team, everything, like to be completely honest. Totally, totally get that. Totally yeah. get that. And we're hoping that the wins come also on this side. Yeah, so maybe we'll give a little luck to. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But I want to tie it into the wins yeah you know <laughs> and, and when you sat down rev shared the title of an artivist uh-huh. right yeah. so you know uh, i'm curious as an artivist you mm-hmm. know you've got other folks who just focus on the art side you've got some who focus on the activism side mm-hmm. can you talk about how important it is or isn't um to a person's career to be an artivist like what is our responsibility in giving back if we choose to oh uh, man it's just like that should be the only in my in my thought process, my philosophy, that should be the only choice. If you in a if you in a position of power, if you're a public figure, if you're a ball player, if you're an actor, an actress, uh, you consider yourself a humanitarian, um, if you have any fl- influence, if you're a CEO, uh, or the employee, mm-hmm. right? Um it's your duty. You know what I'm saying? It's your duty. Like um Someone had to do it for you to be able to get the opportunity that you that, mm-hmm. to, to 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 be in position of where you at. But at the same token, though, for the listener out there, you don't have to be Rev. You don't have to be Raheem Devine. You don't have to be a public figure to care about people and to, and to mobilize and activate and get organized and mm-hmm. do your part. You know. Yeah. Everybody has power. Now, everybody has power, and I want to I want to say this that you know I think you know Raheem is probably is is being very modest. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, I, I've been in this game. As many of you know, I've been around all kinds of artists forever and forever, ever, ever. And, you know, first of all, artists are people. Artists are people. I mean, they say they, you know, you have artists, you have good artists, you have, you have bad artists, you have artists, you have folks in the industry who are good, folks who, you know, they're, they're just people. You got all kinds of people, you got all kinds of artists. And so when you have artists, and for me, being in this movement, you have artists like Raheem Devon. Mm-hmm. 
who have consistently, I think, just been out there fighting for our people all over this planet. It makes my job and your job, Mustafa, mm-hmm. um, so much easier um, when they are willing. I think you understand when you're willing to board a bus. When we went through Detroit, mm-hmm. we, we had to smell. Remember the smell from the Marathon Refinery? Mm-hmm. And people literally had to cover their noses. And the brother was living there. Mm-hmm. And they had to cross it. One people who died of cancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you when you have artists like Raheem who are willing to go into these communities to do that, I think that's such an important piece. Uh, Raheem Devon, my brother, my friend, so it kind of feels kind of unique because we've we done been side by side on buses and everywhere yeah. just riding around. So we so we have this rapport. And so for me, just happy just to see him. You know, I just is just happy just to see my brother and, you know, see his son JJ in the studio. So this is a good, this is a good look for me. Yeah. And so I knew from Mustafa, we might just add in some pieces here, you know, just to, to tune in because, you know, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like home cooking on this side, uh, on this side of the aisle here. Yeah, no, this, this is a hot show. Raheem, you don't know this, but a couple sisters that I used to date. They used to talk about you all the time in oh, a very man. positive way. And I'd be up. like, yo, I got to meet this brother one day. So it's just a <laughs> blessing to be here oh, good. and see how you have influenced people. And, you know, your music has also uh, inspired a lot of love. Yeah, so cool. that's, that's, that's real positive also. Yeah. On that note, Raheem, I, you know, we, we used to have these conversations um, all the time. But mm-hmm. so at this stage, you know, we've been in this now for a while. You know, mm-hmm. you and I have known each other for almost 15 years mm-hmm. um, plus. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, and we've seen a lot, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, we've seen a lot uh, from the from the artist side. So tell the people how what's going on when they see what's going on either with Trump or they see what's going on with the environment or they're going on with with Black Lives Matter or immigration mm-hmm. as an Artists, mm-hmm. how does that hit you when you when you see? Shout out to uh, Nia in Oakland who was who her stoke was slashed mm-hmm. yesterday by the white supremacists on 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 the BART train in Oakland. Or we deal with the the brother who was shot with stand your ground laws in Florida. I mean, it's so much that as an artist, when you hear this and you see this, I mean, you and you feel the pain. The young young girl who you know was ten up here in D.C. Mm-hmm. You know who who was shot just a week ago. I mean, as an artist, how does that hit you? And then how do you then try to put that into music and art? All right, so I'm gonna say some. You know, and, and let me say this: my comments and my beliefs are, are based on me. Like, so don't judge Red for anything I may say. No, let say me just it. say that first of Definitely. all. So, um, and I'm a, I'm I gotta take you there to. I'm gonna take you a couple of places, right? And first thing, um, let me let me just touch on. Let's just start with hip hop, right? Yeah. And um, the brother that was murdered mm. a couple of years, oh, excuse me, a couple of about a month ago now, Extension. Yep. In Florida, right? Mm-hmm. How do these brothers go and plot to kill that brother who is doing nothing but entertaining and making some and, and making some good music too? By the way, like. You know what I mean, and um, I'm not. This is not me judging his personal life or what what he may have done while he was here, but all I know that there is there's a, there, there's a, a racist supremacist, right? That mm-hmm. murdered the murdered a young man named Trayvon Martin. That's right. Mm-hmm. That lives in Florida. How was he able still to be walking around, mm. breathing? Yeah, that's my personal opinion on that. 
But y'all kill, but y'all, but, but y'all same thugs and gangsters, right? They call yourself thugs and gangsters, and, and and about this gangster life, will allow him to walk. He's still allowed to walk the earth. Mm-hmm. Let's unpack that. I think it's important. I think so. Like, for those, that, like that's the that's, yeah. that's that's so that's one dynamic. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. process that for a minute, right? In regards to the young lady who was murdered the other day, a ten year old, right? And it's like one de- one degree separation for me of how many people know that young lady. Hmm. So that's for so for me like for me that's like indirectly losing like a a, a second generational cousin or a third generational cousin because I know people that know her mm-hmm. directly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and her family, well, right? And um, it's a it's it's the fact that you know whoever whoever did that. Um, at that time of day, they processed and knew that that potentially could happen, right? Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder about, like, what message they're trying to send. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it makes me think about a time in D.C. where I was young, but it was just real treacherous, and I thought about that. And the gift, and, and, and my fear is, like, you know, and, and them not fi- finding those uh, those murderers. You know, there's a set, there's a set of new millennials and kids who would take that narrative and run with that narrative and say, well, all right, well, these, that, this is about to feel like the old DC and we're going to turn, you, you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where it feels, where it feels like the wild, wild West, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah, that, you know, it's going, it's going to now feel like the Rafael Edmund days again mm-hmm. or what, you know what I'm saying? Or, or whatever. Right. So it's a thin line between gentrification, right? Mm-hmm. And us wanting better for ourselves and wanting wanting better conditions for ourselves, right? I did an interview earlier today and we were talking about, we were talking about the South Side, for example. And and a lot of times we refer to these innocent communities as the ghetto or the trap or the hood. And we focus so much on the negative stuff that we forget it's so much love there. Mm -hmm. it It is love there. It is unity there. It might be the energy just might be misguided, you know what I mean? But the next, the, the next big drug dealer could be the next big CEO. You know what I'm saying? Of a, of a, of a major app corporation or whatever. So if you, my, my thing is to the people who um who don't go there and don't spend any time there. I spend a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, you, you know what I mean. I that so so that's the first thing we got to address the people who don't. Who a lot of these people that have comments about what needs to happen, they don't go. They don't go to Ground Zero, mm-hmm. so they don't know that east of the river. Not too long, they just recently opened up a bookstore, but it was no bookstores. Right. They don't know east of the river. Yeah, now they got these plans to bring in the big WalMarts or the Targets or whomever, and no disrespect to them companies. Cool, that's cool, but like. Where were those? Where were those companies? Or where are those grocery stores um, with fresh produce mm-hmm. over yep. the last thirty years right. before y'all came up with these plans to you know re, re, to, to 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 create this beautiful landscape? Mm. So when you drive in down New York Avenue, it starts to look like a mini New York, mm-hmm. right? right? So my 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 beef is really with the people that don't go to and do nothing; they just talking. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I go because, you know, I go, we just I just I just had my first school that, uh, that, that we that we adopted Turner Elementary this year through the foundation. Um, shout out to Joyful Marcus. Shout out to uh, everyone, you know, involved, um, the mayor and different uh, organizations. Martha's Table, mm-hmm. you know, where we did we did an event where I, they gave me an opportunity to adopt a school. They said, we'll pull up. You can help us find volunteers. And we adopted a school. And once a month we came to that school every day. At three o'clock, from like three to six, we'll be there giving out fresh, fresh fruits and vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables based on how many kids was in your household. Mm. We had chefs there to to uh, uh, teach the kids options on um, how to make smoothies and eating healthy and, mm-hmm. you know, having a ha- having a having a, 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 a healthier option to, you know, to carry out and, and, and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's it's important to the artists, I'll say. Like, it's no time like the present, whether you're independent, whether you're up and coming, whether you major, mainstream, whatever, to use your art as a voice, a weapon, and a, a, a weapon of, of mass love. Mm. Not mass destruction, yeah. but mass love and education and entertainment um, and edutainment um, to, to, to combat whatever it is that you don't understand or whatever it is you want to change and your ground zero and your community or whatever it is you see on social media and we get you know we got to start using these tools um for how they can help us instead of how they can hurt us you know what i'm saying yeah there you go that's how you move from surviving to thriving no that's how and and, uh, raheem you dropped so much there and i I gotta say this because there's an audience listening to this that doesn't see those communities Mm mm-hmm and when you're talking about here is that there's a, I, I got to ask this in this time that we have, how then do we get the audience who doesn't get into those communities to see those communities and understand how important they are and what they're going through? And on the other side, how do we, when we're talking about issues like right now, it's about issues regarding clean air and clean water. How do we get communities who are struggling, who, who you know, who, man, man, listen, I don't got no time to discuss clean air and clean water right now and other issues. I'm just ducking bullets. How do we get th- those two communities to come together? I, I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm masking of America is happening before our eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And social and systematic racism. Right. We we literally in a country just divided whether everybody realizes that or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I can't even allow nobody to don't that won't come or, or go to where we go and see it at ground zero. You can't speak on it. You ain't allowed to speak on it. Mm-hmm. And in a minute, you ain't going to be welcome. And in a minute, like, you know, it kind of talks about like what, 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 what Pox talked about it and said, like, yo, if you keep every day, you keep bullying somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you can or every day you got somebody that's in the room and they sitting right there in that chair and they hungry. Mm-hmm. And every day we come in. We don't let them eat, though. We come in, we eat. We drink. We enjoy. After a while, like at some point, money is going to completely bug out and be like, yo, you're not going to keep eating this food in front of me. And I'm, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm starving. Right. Like I'm hungry and I'm starving. And I'm displaced. And I want to work, but I can't get a job. Yep. That was real talk. Man, listen, at this time, man, I tell you. There's people out here that want to help themselves. They can't. They just don't know mm-hmm. where to start, you know? Yeah. And then, and, then there's a, and, then there's, and then there's a group of people 
new millennials, old heads included, they don't care. They're not trying to help nobody and they don't want no help and they just want to just be destructive and be self-destructive. Mm-hmm. You can't save everybody. Right. So that so so but that's a whole nother discussion. That's like, a whole that's so, so, and, 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 and that so, could get so, and that could get and that could get you know, that right, can get really right. like, you know. Yeah. Like, so that, that's the promise. So we got to find Raheem in his studio to do, uh, do part two. Raheem, if folks want to find you, want to, you know, you know, support you, be a, get down with Love Life Foundation, what, what are those aspects to find you? Okay, um, Instagram and Twitter, um, social media handles are Raheem underscore Devon. That's R-A-H-E-E-M underscore D-E-V-A-U-G-H-N. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter. Um, the Love Life Foundation Instagram and Twitter is at Love Life DMV. Once again, that's at Love Life DMV. Our uh, official website where you can make donations um, to support our efforts. Our four major initiatives. I'll go over those once I give you uh, the site. It's Love Life Foundation DMV dot org. Once again, that's Love Life Foundation DMV dot org. You can make a donation there. You know, when you make a donation to the foundation, you support not only my efforts to fight domestic violence or to feed the homeless. One of my favorites is the textbook scholarship fund. We've helped off over 10 kids off to college paying for their books and supplies, as well as some other cool initiatives, fighting HIV and AIDS, making more people aware, people of black and brown color on that. Of, of, of course, climate control with my brother uh, right here, you know, in the hip hop caucus. <laughs> and again, this is WPFW. So I urge you to make a make a pledge. You know what I'm saying? Today. This, this station is not as funded by the establishments. It's, it's funded. This station is right. for and, and made and operated by the people, for the people, and the people finances. Thanks for joining us this week on Think 100%, the coolest show on climate change, a hip-hop caucus platform. Let's keep this important dialogue going. Be a part of the conversation by following us on social media at Think100Show and at Hip Hop Caucus. Visit our website at think100.info for blog content, information on upcoming events, or to connect with us. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe wherever podcasts are available so you'll never miss an episode. Rate and review us or simply tell a friend. Climate change impacts all of us. And if we think 100%, we can achieve a 100% sustainable and just world together. Think 100, think 100, think 100.